Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There are plenty of wonderful NPCs in video games that completely steal our hearts. They make the journey more enjoyable and the stakes feel more personal. But not every NPC is a shining bastion of goodness. Some of them are super annoying, seemingly designed to grind our gears to the point where we pray the game has designed some kind of plotline or mechanic that means we can kill them off. Thanks again as always for that Bioware, uh, Ashley the space racist's absence on the Normandy has really improved morale. That said, even Mass Effect's Ashley Williams wasn't quite terrible enough to make it onto this list, because it turns out video games are absolutely stacked with characters we love to hate. Actually, these ones are really just characters we hate to hate. We hate them. I'm Jess from What Culture. Here are the 10 most hated NPCs in video games. Number 10, The Adoring Fan, The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Well, we're at number 10 and I'm already having frustration flashbacks, so that can't be a good sign, but I reckon if you ran into this annoying blonde, you are too. One of the most hateable things about this dude, apart from the fact that he wants to follow you around everywhere and can't be killed, not through lack of you trying, is that he's actually a reward for becoming the grand champion of the arena. No small feat, and what do you get? A chatty Bosma commoner with gravity-defying neon locks that just will not leave you alone. What I said before isn't entirely true. The adoring fan can absolutely be killed in a myriad of ways, he just won't stay that way. To our chagrin, wait a little while and this little bastard will pop right back up again. By Azura, by Azura, by Azura, this guy almost makes the 1000 gold prize not worth it. There's little about the arena that is more irritating than the adoring fan, unless you also found out that three members of your family chose to have the title The Crimson Blade, which I can tell you from personal experience gets a lot less cool the more people choose it. Number 9, Fi, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Now to be honest, I am a Na'vi apologist. I understand the Hey Listen is super annoying, but she's the key to Zed targeting, so I can't be too mad at her. Fi from Skyward Sword, however, she's another story. Fi looks awesome. She's a humanoid spirit living inside the Goddess Sword, and that's pretty much all the nice things I have to say about her. She's inherited Na'vi's tendency to tell you things at length, which you already know, but somehow goes about it in an even more frustrating way. Oh, finished with that conversation you just had with an NPC? Not to worry, Fi will reiterate the entire thing to you immediately afterwards. Get a prompt that a door is locked? Fi will pop out and tell you what you just heard, that the door is locked. Honestly, like she's trying to get a participation grade or something, which I relate to, but 
Not so fun in a game. She'll also stop you to tell you if your controller batteries are anywhere near being depleted, when your equipment needs to be repaired, and I hope you weren't excited to expand your mind with any of the in-game puzzles, because she backseat games and spoils a bunch of them almost immediately. There's nothing like playing a great adventure game while constantly being nagged. My calculations suggest there's an 89% chance you aren't finding that fun. I do have to give an honorable mention to the owl from Ocarina of Time though. Moment of silence for any of us who listened to his enormous spiel and then accidentally asked him to repeat the whole thing again. Ugh. Number eight, Mindy, Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. At least a bunch of the characters on this list do have the best of intentions. They're trying to help you. Not Mindy though, Mindy's the worst. Not everyone is a big Pokemon fan, so you might not have seen Mindy get much of a look in if you've seen lists similar to this one before. We're gonna fix that today, and by the end of this entry, Pokemon fan or no, there's a good chance you'll consider joining the RF Mindy subreddit. That's right, as far as I know, the only character on this list to get on the bad side of so many gamers, she's got a 14,000 member strong subreddit dedicated to hating her. So what did Mindy do exactly? Well, she's an NPC in Snowpoint City who offers to trade you her Haunter for your Medicham. For the uninitiated, Haunter evolves into Gengar by trade, so that's a pretty damn good deal. Except that when you go spend hours trying to catch her the Medicham and trade her for it, she says, did my Haunter turn into something? Ha, huh, just kidding. And lets you know she has the Pokemon holding on to an Everstone, which prevents it from evolving like it should. I'm still not 100% sure what words I am and am not allowed to say on this channel, but dick move, Mindy. Dick move. Number seven, the dog. Duck Hunt. Another NPC that managed to earn our hate via just a few pixels is the dog from Duck Hunt, who giggled every time we missed a shot. Sure, it seems like he's on your side, helping you in your hunting endeavors, collecting all the ducks you've unalived. But in actuality, all this dude does in the 1984 NES classic is pop up and laugh at you if you take a shot at a duck and it doesn't connect. He just snickers at you mockingly. He has no other purpose than to make you feel bad for missing. It's pretty impressive to be a hateful dog in video games, a realm that otherwise embraces canines of all shapes and sizes. But this dude knows exactly what he did to earn our ire. I guess we can thank the Duck Hunt dog for being the first universally hated NPC, but that's pretty much all we can thank him for. At least you can beat the crap out of him in Smash now. Number six, Roman, Lester, everyone who won't stop calling you. GTA series. Open world games are wonderful. You have the freedom to do what you want, when you want. Go shopping, shoot up the town, go bowling. Go bowling? Do you want to go bowling? You want to go bowling every second of the day? Roman does. Now I don't have anything against Roman, though he has his low points, but Nico is a busy guy and by extension, so are we. So it'd be awesome if we weren't at the top of his speed dial. Same goes for Lester, who I guess has some kind of codependence issue, going off how much time he seems to need to spend on the phone to you in GTA Online. Actually, anyone who ever gets your phone number seems to call every minute of the goddamn day in GTA Online. Things get a little insidious here too, as the only way to generally get people to stop calling is to do what they say. And often the things that they say cost a lot of money. How do you get money? By spending real world dollars to buy in-game dollars. And you'll wonder why GTA Online's doing so well. Feeling like everyone's only friend and errand boy really digs into the fun of joyriding and doing crimes around town, especially when they're just calling to have the same chat you had 10 minutes ago. We just bowled, Roman. We were just there. Please, go find someone else to bother. Honestly, if someone could just take Roman's phone away, he wouldn't be on this list, but here we are. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, Natalia, GoldenEye 64. Heading back to 1997 for an escort mission with a character who decides to ask you to quieten down while you're trying to shoot enemies to keep both your asses alive. We've got GoldenEye 64's Natalia. The winner of character on this list with the biggest death wish, Natalia has an unparalleled ability to wander precisely between your gun and the people you're trying to take out to get through the level alive. And if she wasn't getting shot, she was getting stuck, trying to win a record for world's slowest hacker or just hanging out in doorways so you couldn't get to the next room. Natalia has clearly never heard of duck and cover, or if she has, I assume she has some kind of moral opposition to the idea. Natalia is a big reason Resident Evil companion Ashley Graham didn't make it onto this list. If we could only choose one super annoying escortee, Natalia edges out her resi counterpart with her crap attitude, utter uselessness, and frequent cause of death for Mr. Bond. Number four, Preston Garvey. Fallout 4. Preston, mate, if you tell me that one more settlement needs my help because three random ghouls got in and absolutely no one can handle it but the general themselves, I'm gonna... Well, um... I'm gonna put you on this list. Preston isn't a bad dude, but Bethesda did him really dirty as most of your conversations with him will involve him telling you about the next in a series of endless menial busy work quests that need crossing off, which apparently only you can do. He's easily one of the most boring companions, though he isn't as blatantly awful as Marcy, sure, let me just stop what I'm doing and talk to you, long. But it's the perpetual grunt missions he throws your way that waters the seed of hate within you. And before you know it, the idea of heading over to catch up with him is grueling. The unenthused voice acting certainly doesn't help. He's also given a voice line that says, Hey, got another one for you. This one's a little different. 
But it isn't different. It isn't different, Preston. It's the same enemies in the same place every single time over and over and over again. I'm not saying you should do this, but a Redditor pointed out you can punch him in the face three times before he gets mad and fights back. So, uh... I'm just gonna leave that information right there for you. Though really, we should take up our issues with the quest mechanic, not Preston. But I don't know how to punch that, so sorry Preston. Number three, Eric Sparrow, Tony Hawk's Underground. From someone who isn't actively trying to be terrible to someone who's clearly trying to win world's biggest douchebag, we've got Eric Sparrow from Tony Hawk's Underground. Eric is supposed to be your best mate in the game, but the douchebag regularly betrays you, steals your skate tape, and sticks you with the consequences of his dumbass actions like setting a drug dealer's car on fire insulting a cop, and stealing a tank which gets you arrested by the Russian military. The giant backstabber turns into the game's main antagonist, so if nothing else you're wildly motivated to do well and show up the little sucker who insists he's better than you. Fortunately, if you played the game through once already, there is an alternate ending, where instead of going up against him to get your skate tape back, you can just punch him in the face and take it. It's very satisfying. Number 2. Micah Bell, Red Dead Redemption 2 I and I'm sure many other people could confidently say that I love Arthur Morgan as much as I hate Micah Bell. He is truly the fungus of video game NPCs. Despite finding a common home with the Vandalin gang, Micah is human trash. And everyone in the gang, save for Dutch, seems to know it. Micah screws up every plan you're unlucky enough to be forced to include him in. He's selfish, inconsiderate, and without spoiling anything, because Red Dead Redemption 2 is a game that deserves to be played unspoiled, he somehow gets worse with every chapter as the game wears on. He also poisons your relationship with Dutch, and that has extreme consequences for you both, as well as the rest of the gang. He's a racist, he mocks the terminally ill, he's a complete psychopath with no redeeming qualities. It's a very tall order to top how hated and horrible this dude is. I think Reddit user Daltona Moby put it best, saying, when you see a person throw trash out their window, blow a red light, beat a dog, just take all those feelings and shape them into a person. Add some garbage juice and weak old boiled eggs? That's Micah. Number 1. Nazim. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. So how do you top the utter waste of space that is Micah Bell? You'd have to be infamous, you'd have to be a meme, you'd have to have spawn mods that not only erase you from the game, they keep you in the game and keep you respawning and then have the townspeople cheer every time you're murdered you'd have to be Nazim. Because of course, where else could we find an NPC this awful but Skyrim? Skyrim has plenty of annoying NPCs, but Nazim, or the human embodiment of classism and condescension, is the worst. He owns a farm just south of Whiterun, though when he actually maintains it is anyone's guess, as all he seems to do is hang around the Whiterun marketplace insulting the merchants, insulting you, and anybody else that's unlucky enough to wander by. His infamous phrase is, do you get to the Cloud District very often? Oh, what am I saying? Of course you don't. Which he'll say even if you're Thane of every hold in Skyrim and the head of every guild. Not to mention being the bleeding dragonborn. And on the back of that douchebaggery, a thousand mods were born, many of which mute, remove, maim, or explode him in various ways. One of them goes as far as to have the guards ignore crimes against him. NPCs will insult him and you can marry his wife. There's also another which launches him a thousand feet up in the air every time he tries to use his trademark snarky line on you. Hope you enjoy that cloud district, Nazim. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You douche.